Welcome to the Running After 40 podcast, the podcast about all things related to running at 40 and beyond, produced by www.runningwithgrit.com. We help you stay physically healthy and emotionally strong at any running pace. I'm Sarah, your host, and a wife, a full-time working mom with three kids, three dogs, and a lifetime passion for running. Whether you are a veteran runner looking to maximize your times as a master runner or a brand new jogger starting in your 40s, 50s, or any age, this podcast will be there for your journey. I want to share stories, secrets, and strategies for success. This includes mistakes and lessons learned, all related to running past age 40. Let's hit the play button together and hit the roads as runners with grit after age 40. Hey guys, welcome to the Running After Age 40 podcast. I'm Sarah, your host, and this is episode number 95, Festive Fitness for Runners, Maintaining Health Over the Holidays. So I don't think there's anyone that is not going to be able to relate to some aspect of this podcast episode, whether you are a runner, a jogger, a walker, trying to get back into fitness, uh, and you've got the holidays quickly approaching or you're in the midst of them. So we're going to go over 12 things that can give, you know, a little bit of an edge to stay healthy over the holidays. Uh, and the first thing, and it, this isn't even one of the 12, actually, it, this is the overarching thing that I... I think about, and I think if you think about too, it's going to really help, is to set your goal and decide how you're going to attack it month by month. Like, let's not wait until New Year's and decide, I'm going to get healthy at the New Year. Like, if you're already thinking about healthy and you're considering your, I mean, my gosh, you're listening to this podcast, stop waiting because there's no guarantee that your life is going to be any easier, any less stressful. You're going to have more time like January 1st. Like nothing is going to magically flip. Like, yes, you're probably going to be a little bit less busy as far as your family and friends on January 1st after the holiday season. But your motivation isn't going to just automatically turn on and you're still going to have to say no to things. You're still going to have to juggle things and prioritize your health. So why not start on November 1st or December 1st instead of January 1st? So that's the overarching theme. If you take nothing else away from this, like decide you're going to attack your health and take it seriously now versus waiting, you know, until the new year or when things settle down a little bit or when you're able to clear out your basement and have room to work out. Like that, no, those are just excuses and, uh, you know, you're just making things, you're delaying things for yourself. All right. So getting on with the 12. Number one, this one you hear in all of the books about starting a running plan or a fitness plan, but we're going to talk about it a little differently. It's, you know, scheduling your fitness, but I'm going to tell you like schedule your fitness, schedule your running like you would a party over the holidays, like really look out in advance at your month, look at the month of November, look at the month of December, and be realistic about when you can fit runs in or fit workouts in. Don't put them in if you think that there's a good chance you're going to cancel. Like, don't even do it because then you're setting your mindset up that you can put something down and then cancel it. It's better to put fewer runs on and then add some in than it is to put them on and cancel because you're making this, you're setting up a mindset that you cancel on yourself. 
all right? And we do not want to operate on that mindset. We want to operate on the mindset that if we say that we're going to do something, we do something. And that's how you're going to build confidence in your health and your fitness, whether it's the holiday season or not. So if you schedule your runs like you would a party that you're hosting, you're you know not going to back out of that, right? If you have a bunch of people coming over, you're not going to cancel on them. So why would you cancel on an important run? You're not going to do it. One thing that will help you keep to this is to discuss with your significant other, discuss with your family, you know, what you're trying to do and what your plans are and be open and honest with them. Don't expect them to understand if you tell them the night before, hey, you know, I'm at my in-laws, I'm going to go on a run in the morning. Like plan it out in advance and say, hey, yeah, in the month of November, I'm planning on getting workouts in Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday at, you know, and I'll do them at six in the morning, six in the morning, and then, you know, two o'clock in the afternoon, can you plan to watch the kids? Like the more you can communicate with with other people, your plans, whether it's, the people in your household or the people that you're going to be spending time with over the holidays, and you can communicate the importance of this to them, the more you're going to be, you know, getting the runs in, and you're also going to have a lot less resentment towards the family and friends. And gosh, you're going to have such a better mindset over the holidays too. We all know we feel better when we work out. And so if you have to skip the run because you were the one that had to run and get, you know, the holiday food, then you're going to be crabby and you're not going to have a good time at the holiday party anyway. So why even go? So schedule these. Like schedule, 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 and do it. Like really look at the month of November. Spend 10 minutes and look at where you can truly fit things in. All right, the second thing is another one that you hear that's tried and true, and that is delegating. But in this case, I'm going to say delegate the food prep. I feel like food prep is the one where people really get set. And, you know, whether you're hosting occasions or, you know, you're heading over somewhere, like if you are like, if you, if you love food prep, then by all means, keep that on. Like, don't answer, don't listen to number two. But if you're more like me and doesn't come natural, you don't enjoy it. Like, that's where you can delegate it out. Like, buy it. <laughs> like, literally order the fruit try. Order, you know, whatever it is that you're taking the holiday dip I don't care but delegate it out and you know you can take a fruit basket whatever it is but plan it and delegate it there's no reason that you have to take something homemade you're not trying to win a prize and if they are judging you then they're not oh my gosh if anybody's judging you for bringing something store-bought to a gathering then they're not your the kind of people that you really care about their opinion anyway so this is You can always just say, I heard on the Running After Age 40 podcast that I should prioritize my health and buy something store-bought that's healthy to bring to the gathering uh, and spend the time that I would have done, you know, stretching or taking a yoga class. There you go. All right. (laughs) Number three, just like scheduling your workouts, like plan your cheat days around the holidays. Like if you're someone that loves Thanksgiving food, by all means, like don't make it so that you're not going to enjoy the gathering because you're trying to eat healthy. Like that's not what my advice would be. And I don't think most uh, health coaches or anyone that is, you know, really a fitness coach would recommend. Uh, What I would say And just from my reading, I'm taking this from books like Atomic Habits, like don't go more than two days off your habits because it's going to be a lot harder to get back on. Like Thursday of Thanksgiving, Friday of Thanksgiving, if you want to be lazy, sit around, eat, like 
do it. But then on Saturday, like, then you return to normal. Don't wait like five days and then be like, oh, I'm going to get back because it's going to be a lot harder. So one to two days of cheat days, just getting off your schedule, that's fine. And then get right back to it. And you're going to thank yourself when you do get back to your normal schedule. And you're going to enjoy your time, you know, more so on the holiday too, because you're going to be like, you know what, I'm not going to feel guilty about this at all. You know, I have a plan. I'm going to get right back to my normal on Saturday, but it's a holiday and heck yeah, I'm going to enjoy it. All right. Number four is to use your workout like as emotional reflection time too. Don't just think of the workout at this time of year during the holidays as another thing on your to-do list. Like literally think of it as a treasure because If you're like most people out there, the hustle and bustle of the holidays can be super stressful. You've got all kinds of people to answer to. You're at these holiday gatherings where you have to talk to a lot of people. Use your workout as the downtime where you can make sure you listen to music that you want to listen to. Maybe just silence if you need some silence. It's time for reflection. Time to think about what you're grateful for when, you know, you might even though the holidays are supposed to be this wonderful, lovely time, sometimes it can be really stressful and you have to hang out with people that, you know, in your family, you don't necessarily want to. So use your workout as your time to be reflective, be present, focus on the joy and be grateful that you get to do it. And it sounds kind of trite, I guess, but really I think if you think of your workout as like double duty time, not only are you getting your workout time, but it's also your me time too. Uh, you're going to be a lot more apt to be grateful. All right, number five. Guys, get your sleep in. So I know it's the holiday season and, you know, it's easy to stay up late to watch movies and to go do more things than normal, but you've got to watch your overall aggregate of sleep because we tend to slowly but surely get off track here too. Uh, and it's okay if you have like two days, three days where your sleep is, you know, you're getting, not getting very much. That's fine. Like it's not a big deal. But then you've got to get back during the week where, you know, you shut everything off like your normal habits for your sleep. Uh, there's a lot of gift wrapping to do. I get it. You're on Amazon, blah, blah, blah. But the more you can say, okay, I'm going to, you know, maximize my time and I'm going to be back in bed by, I don't know what time, you know, your time is, but don't, you know, neglect the importance of sleep over the holidays. You know, it's just, it'll catch up with you, especially when, you know, you are a little bit older and you don't recover as fast from your workouts. So uh, number five, don't skimp on sleep. All right, number six, okay? People are asking you what you want for gifts. Like, think about it. What is gonna make you feel like you're motivated for fitness next year. So put the stuff on your gift list that is gonna like reflect the person that you wanna continue to be next year. I'm talking about gear, uh, whether it's clothing, whether it's a new headlamp, a new running book, a new, you know, pair of running socks, uh, something for meal prep. Maybe it's kitchen equipment, a new blender, a new cookbook. I don't care, but just be the kind of person that asks for that type of stuff, you know, for your Christmas present. If you are, maybe you're not going to take my advice and you're going to start on January 1st. And that is totally fine. This is all up to you. But then be the kind of person that puts fitness stuff on your gift list. So you can say, that's the kind of person I'm going to be next year is the kind of person that uses these running gloves. And if I, you know, have that stuff on my Christmas list and that's what I get, you know, if I get stuff to make smoothies or a smoothie recipe book, you know, I'm going to be more apt to do that. 
Uh, so put this stuff on your gift list. Maybe you're going to ask for one-on-one workout sessions. I don't know, a yoga video or a subscription to a workout app. You know, think about it. Really take some time and, you know, think about what you're going to put on your gift list because we know that all of us have gift lists anymore. And if nobody's going to get them for you, then I'm going to say right now, get them for yourself. So make sure you buy yourself a couple things that you're going to get for your holidays that is going to contribute to your fitness and overall health next year. All right, the next one is catching up with a friend or family member doing something active. There's so many things you can do with your family. Like I'm all about holiday movies and the fire that gets me every time. I love uh, any kind of holiday movie. I love holiday books, but I'm gonna say like get out with a friend and walk go ice skating, uh, go sledding with your kids, do something moving. You can bundle up and do it. It's actually really cold right now when I'm recording this podcast. And I'm going to take my own advice. I'm going to bundle up after this and take the dogs out. Um, I I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. So I'm going to say even, you know, your kids build the snowman outside with them. Go for a walk, go snowshoeing. I don't know what it's going to be, but there's all kinds of stuff that you can do outside even when it's cooled out. Uh, Make sure you got their proper winter gear and then go do it. All right, number eight, I love Amazon too. I love online shopping, uh, but mall walking can be a really good way to get some extra steps in and it's not as cold as uh, number seven. So uh, if you get the opportunity, you know, go to the mall, park far out. Don't complain about where you have to park. Like you bundled up and you're gonna walk in, you're gonna get your steps in that way. So it's like dual duty. Uh, So, you know, take advantage of online shopping, but don't complain if you have to go in the store either, whether it's to pick up that food that we talked about at number two for food prep or to go get that last minute gift like use that all as steps uh and you know go to the stores it'll make you feel kind of and make sure if you go to the stores like put a smile on your face there's a lot of grouches out at that time of year uh but if you're like hey i don't mind walking you know i'm gonna get my steps in i'm gonna use this to spread a little bit of joy uh you'll be surprised maybe you can cheer one person up out there all right Okay, number nine, uh, I should have probably made this number one, but it's coming back to your why. It's your why for health and fitness. And what is your why? So if you haven't thought about it, maybe this is the first time you ever listen to this podcast. I think a lot about this. Uh, all of the personal development gurus recommend that you have this under uh, under everything. It's why. And your fitness, you, it can't be because you want to be skinny or that you want to be buff or that you, you know, it's got to be something like that you want to live a long time to help your grandkids or that you want to be able to go sledding with your grandkids in five years. I don't know what your why is. Uh, maybe it's because you don't want to get cancer or that you had cancer before and you want to prevent it from coming back. And, you know, that is your own personal thing. But if you think of your why and the holidays ahead and you're like looking at, you know, celebrating whatever it is that you celebrate, let's say it's Thanksgiving coming up and you want to be here in 10 years on Thanksgiving and be able to play football with the kids afterwards, you know, maybe that's your why. That's going to get you a lot more motivated to stay healthy the next over the two month holiday period than anything else. So always come back to your why. 
Number 10, I mean, the holidays are supposed to be filled with joy, right? You hear C-J-O-Y everywhere, like joy, joy, joy. So it's a good rule of thumb to keep in your back of your head, like a mindset check that when you have thoughts, we talk a lot about thoughts on this podcast too. A thought is just something that comes into your head. You have to accept it and decide if you're going to deal with it or not. So as the thoughts come into your head, is that thought adding to your joy this holiday season or not? Because if it's not, you don't have to deal with it and you can just say, Oh, not going to have that thought. Because again, you can have a lot of negativity about family and friends. It comes natural. No one's holiday season is just completely naturally filled with joy. Uh, there's always going to be things that went wrong. The turkey can be burnt. You know, somebody bought you a gift you don't like, or someone was late, or someone said something that was obnoxious. But like, as the thought comes into your head, how are you going to react to it? Like, are you going to actually react to that person? Is it actually adding to your joy? Uh, and if not, then you don't have to, you know, you just don't have to react to it, guys. And you can go on with your merry way and realize that, hey, tomorrow I'm going to get you my fitness workout and have joy in my head. All right. Number 11 is to let go of expectations. Uh, this is another one that's really tough to do around the holidays. But if you're truly going to maintain your healthy lifestyle, you're probably going to make someone else mad uh, and you're not going to be able to be present for absolutely everything. So you're putting yourself first. Guys, it's like putting the life vest on, right, on the airplane. Like you can't be joyful and be the best person you can be to your family and friends at the holiday if you're not taking care of yourself. So what's important to you? Like when you do that scheduling for your running, think about like the parts of the holiday you want to be 100% present for. Like most likely you want to be at your kid's holiday concert but is the party that John's throwing something that you really truly want to attend I don't know maybe you do and maybe it's really important to you so you got to figure that out not everything is gonna have to be you know you don't have to be present for everything so if you pick the things that you are and then you're gonna have more time for your running and fitness too so just you know you got to let go of the expectations that you're gonna make everyone else happy uh, and that goes for all all the time of year, right? Uh, and you know what's most important to you, and knowing that, and then continue to live that every single day, and just drop the guilt because holiday guilt is going to be there no matter what, uh, and you're going to have it, so you might as well just go on your run. <laughs> okay, and then then the very fi- final one is like. Make sure for your running and your fitness that you are embracing all of the beauty of the holidays. So if you're able to get out for a run in the snow, in the holiday lights, uh, do it. Because there's nothing better than like... I personally love to go for a run on Christmas morning before everybody wakes up. It's super quiet. Everybody has their holiday lights on in my neighborhood. It's one of my favorite runs of the year, even though it's hard to get up and I'm tired. Uh, but look for those opportunities to do, like, you know, set your own traditions for your health and fitness. Uh, maybe it's a food that you have that you add to your, you know, Christmas morning uh, brunch or whatever it is that is healthy. Like you're just adding small things in and setting new traditions and that's the way that you behave. So I hope that helps a little bit. Uh, You know, again, it's festive fitness for runners, staying healthy over the holidays, not waiting until the new year to to make these things happen, but yet having fun and finding joy in the holidays too. Uh, So let me know what you think, what other ideas you have, and look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. 
Thanks for listening to the Running After Age 40 podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to rate and give us a like in iTunes. Also check out our website, www.runningwithgrit.com for all things related to running over the age of 40. We have a special gift guide up for the holidays on the site designed to share stocking stuffer ideas and gifts for runners at pretty much every price. Thanks for listening.